This is the Harvest Baptist Church Fighterverse podcast. I'm Keith Meyer, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. Our mission is to know Jesus Christ and to make him known. Thank you for pressing play. Thank you for listening in. Our fighter verse for this week is from 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 through 17. This episode in the future is going to release on Mondays, but this week I wanted to get started right away. So I'm planning on reading the fighter verse and then walking through a series of application questions using a um, question and answer format. Turn in your physical Bible if you've got one, um, unless you're driving or walking or cooking a meal. That would be weird. We're going to turn to uh, 1 John chapter 2 and we'll be reading from there. So the scripture says in 1 John chapter 2, I'm reading from the English Standard Version starting in verse 15. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. So as I look through uh, this passage and I read it, um, I notice in, in verse 15, uh, John says uh, that we're not to love the world, that's one thing, or the things that are in the world. And so uh, in, in John's writings, the world is often summarized as the, um, a, a, not, not the physical planet, um, not, the, uh, not the surface world with all its geography and land and water and countries and trees, um, but it, it's a way of thinking that rejects the will and presence and place of God in, um, in, in our lives. And so um, Satan is called the God of this world. Uh, Jesus enters into this world and is not received by his own. Um, so it's, we're, we're told not to love the world or the things that are in the world. Uh, and then there's an if-then statement. If anyone loves the world... And then the comma is there, but you can insert a then uh, in, in, in your thinking about this. If anyone loves the world, then the love of the Father is not in him. And of course, this means um, that if your love of the world is greater than your love uh, for the Father. Um, we're, 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 God created all things, First Timothy says, and, and we're to receive them uh, with, with gladness and not reject them. But we're not to love the gifts more than the giver, right? The next verse, verse 16, says all that is in the world, and then it breaks down uh, three different ways in which um, the, the, the world attracts us. Uh, and they are the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and uh, the pride of life. We see this in Genesis chapter 3, and this may, may actually be in, in the way that John wrote it. It may be a mirroring of Genesis 3 where it says that the woman, um, she saw that the, that the fruit was pleasing to the eyes, uh, that it was good for food and it was desirable to make one wise. You have there uh, that, it, that it appealed to the eyes, um, that, it, that it was uh, desirable for 
uh, for food, which is the, the, the physical hunger or the desire of the flesh, and then um, being wise, independent from God by breaking his commands not to eat of that fruit is, is the pride of life. Um, all that's in the world, those three things, is not from the Father, but is from the world. This cuts God out and pushes him out. And then verse 17 says, And the world is passing away along with its desires. Uh, the world is temporary. Um, I had a, a pastor, I can't remember who or when or where, he said many times in his preaching. Um, this this might actually have been my mentor, Mike Greiner. He said that, um, that the only things that are going to last forever are God, his word, and the souls of men and women. Everything else is temporary. So we see here the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. So I'm going to walk through um, the application grid, um, the, the space pets grid, and um, just, just talk through the ideas there. So is there a sin to confess? Uh, the sin here, of course, is would be love of the world that manifests itself in our uh, our regular desires where um, we allow our desires of the flesh to to um, release us from our obligation to um, to obey God's commands, right? Uh, There's a sign that I saw that once that said, uh, I'm sorry for what I said when I was hungry, right? The idea there being that uh, that when we are hungry, uh, when our when our flesh is in uh, full desire mode that that sometimes we can get cranky or angry or unreasonable. Um, and, and, and so we use these, or these desires rather, deprioritize God's will in our lives in, in a practical sense. Um, and so the sins to confess or to, to consider, hey, how do I let my flesh dominate me or excuse bad behavior? What is it that, that I am regularly consuming with my eyes that makes me think um, that, that God is holding out on me? Or... Um, what are the kinds of things that I'm, I'm showing to myself that I'm priming myself for disobedience? And then pride of life. What are the areas in which I don't think I need God? Um, one, of the, um, one, one of the scripture applications that I, I think is so helpful, a verse that maybe you know by heart, right? Proverbs chapter 3, where it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Right, That third phrase there, in all your ways, acknowledge him. That includes the areas where you've totally got it, right? Where you're an expert, um, where, where you know exactly how to live. You've, you've got it under control. Um, if we're not careful, we can stray and lose our dependence on God. And not acknowledge him in that area. And that is, is pride. So that's a, a sin that we can confess. And more formally, uh, we, can, we can ask um, that, that the Lord forgive us for at times loving the world more than we love him. And just the practical uh, expression of, of how we live. Because sometimes we can, we can go hours without uh, thinking about the Lord or thinking about uh, the, way, what, the way he's called us to live. Um, or, or we can find ourselves uh, wandering on some rabbit trail of, of either pride or physical craving or, um, you know, giving in to, to feeding ourselves in terms of uh, whether it's covetousness or, you know, just being jealous of the things that other people have. 
Um, and, and so that's, that's a sin that we can confess. Second, a promise to claim. Uh, the promise that I see here in verse 17 is that doing the will of God, um, pushing back love of the world, and, and living in the way that God calls us to means that we will abide or remain forever, that, that, that we are living in a way that's consistent with God's grace. Whoever does the will of God abides forever. The world and its lusts passing away and so giving in and uh, not fighting back against these things is a, is a recipe for personal disaster. In terms of attitude to change, is there an attitude to change? Um, am I filtering or challenging the thoughts that occur to me? Am I, am I checking my desire? Am I checking my entertainment? Am I checking um, the, uh, the, the way in which I look at the world or my job or my income or uh, the way that I look at my, my daily circumstances? And am I filtering that through uh, this, this biblical grid and saying, am I able to live the will of the Lord right now? And am I, am I willing to be content with my circumstances? Not that, not that we have no aspirations for anything greater, but that we would say instead, hey, am I grumbling against my station or place in life right now and, and not doing what I need to do right now? You can always better yourself, right? You can always uh, rise to the next level, but contentment means that you are able to, to live in this very moment and be satisfied with where God has you, with how he's caring for you, um, and constantly um, focusing on the desires of the flesh, the uh, desires of the eyes, and the pride of life will put us into a state of discontent. Is there a command? Of course there is right here. Um, do not love the world, right? Um, that's a negative command. We could state it positively. Love the Lord with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Uh, what could we pray based on that passage that's before us? Uh, we could pray, uh, Father, change my heart. Lord Jesus, thank you for your grace towards me and the fact that the Spirit is in me because you've given me righteousness and uh, help me to, to manage these desires and to manage my level of content. Psalm 86, verse 11, the psalmist writes, Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. Unite my heart. I think that's an excellent prayer. Is there an error to avoid? Sure. Uh, there are three here. Um, loving the world, right? Loving the world by uh, prioritizing the desires of the flesh. Loving the world by prioritizing the desires of the eyes. Loving the world by uh, focusing on the pride of life and not pushing back or, or being unaware. Uh, one thing that I've thought about in terms of um, the, uh, the desire of the eyes is that I've, I've often fallen into this... Um, I think I set myself up for trouble, um, and I don't know that I've done this recently, but years ago I remember just thinking, man, if I could get a smartphone, like then that would help me get organized. That would help me fix my problems. That would help me um, really manage things better. I need it. I gotta have it, you know. And 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 so that gives way to this kind of 
uh, freight train approach. Like I'm just, I'm doing everything I can. This is my singular focus. I, I gotta have it, right? And if I don't get it, I'm not gonna be happy. And then you get it. You know what you realize with a smartphone? It's not that great. I'm always connected. Um, and if you if you watch the way that that people message and market these phones, right? They'll now show you. Oh, look! You know the camera that you had on your phone. We have a better camera. Um, we have new features. We've got better things. But if you if you if you think about your mobile phone, right? Um, why why do I got to swipe six times to get to Wi-Fi? Right? Why isn't there some way to just turn the thing on and say connect to the lo clo closest Wi-Fi? Um, why can't I rename a Bluetooth speaker, right? We've got so many devices in our house now that, uh, that every time I, um, I, I try to connect to something, I'm like, what is this? Where is that? What's going on here? You know, and you, you, you can't do simple things to organize and make your life better. These may be Keith problems and not you problems, right? But, but what it points out is that there's a betrayal that exists there, right? And this is the way it was for uh, for eve the, there was an error she thought that because it satisfied these three criteria that it would benefit and bless her and she had a command from god right not to uh transgress not to break past the boundary and eat this fruit um by the way you know was there anything magical about the fruit was it like you know this is fruit that kills all of humanity no it was the fact that that when she took and ate there was nothing magical about it she transgressed the command of god she broke the relationship between her and god by sinning against him it was it was a spiritual boundary that she crossed not a physical one um and that resulted in uh in, in spiritual death same for Adam, and he's passed that on to all of us. So, so what we need to do is is avoid the error of of um, of saying, "I'm gonna I'm gonna prioritize the immediate over uh, the spiritual." And we love the Father more, we love the Lord more than than we love immediacy. Um, is there a truth that's present here that we ought to uh, celebrate? and love sure um, jesus says to his disciples no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other now he's talking here about god and money but uh, when we talk about uh, prioritizing our desires whether it's the flesh or the eyes or whether it's feeding our own pride um, all those things make us the master and they, they push God out of his rightful place. So uh, we love ourselves and hate God, or we push down on these sinful desires and fight back against them, uh, or we're, we're, we're going to exalt ourselves. Finally, uh, something to praise God for. I think that what's amazing about this passage is we've got fair and advanced warning of, of what to patrol and to check ourselves for right um we're, we're told that that we're not to love the world or the things in the world um we're we're to love the lord his word and people more than we're to love things and our way um our desires uh, because we're called to be to be servants um we're called to to love and to care for others um, we're told that, that these desires are passing away. We're warned 
not to prioritize them. And then we're told that whoever does the will of God will abide forever. Uh, That's a good reason to praise the Lord, to say, thank you for giving me this insight. Thank you for having the grace to warn me ahead of time, right? Um, There's a a goodness there in, in receiving a warning from God. Well, there we go. Um, that is my walkthrough of the Space Pets acronym, trying to, to grab some applications from uh, 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Uh, that's one of the ways in which uh, I believe that we're well served by scripture memory, is that, is that as we take the time and, and just digest a singular passage or a chunk of scripture, a small one, uh, we can really probe it for applications as we as we meditate on it so feel free to leave a comment on on facebook or twitter when you see this or listen to it Uh, you can you can shoot me an email as well Um, and uh, i'd really like to hear what are the kinds of things that you see in this passage now in the future maybe what you want to do is you want to listen to it uh, listen listen to the initial podcast where i read the verse twice and um, then do the space pets thing right um, by the way, I recorded another episode, if you are unaware of that, where uh, I walk through the, um, the, the list of questions, and um, I'm going to put them in the show notes for this episode as well, uh, so, that, so that you can write them down or take a screenshot of them. Um, you can copy them and put them in a, a note on your phone or uh, write them out on a sheet of paper or print them out or whatever. Um, but why not, why not listen to the, uh, the read the verse twice and then work through the grid on your own and, uh, and come up with some applications and without me telling you what the, the applications are or what to think, uh, you may find that you're actually really good at this, at producing applications. You may have some questions about the passage, um, or a totally different take on it. That's cool. Um, feel free to, to reach out and to comment. I'll be back on Friday with any feedback that I gather and any additional things that I come up in the meantime. Uh, you can always find out more about the concept of fighter verses, including the app, uh, the schedule at fighterverses.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Harvest Baptist Church Fighterverse podcast. You can learn more about Harvest Baptist Church at www.harvestbc.com, and you can join our worship live stream Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Have a great day. God bless. Live stream Sundays at 10.30 a.m. And...